Welcome. I am Dakota. And it's your boy, Tyler. We are, we are back. Back with an upgrade. Back with an upgrade. Hopefully you can already tell we're in fucking business here. <laughs> we got some equipment. We got some serious high-tech gear over here now. With a capital equipment. Yes. We are We are serious now. This uh, this big mama jamma is rocking. And we hope that you can we hope that you can hear this immediately. We hope you can hear us in both your headphones at the same time. Yes, <laughs> it was a it's a big long look. We're new to this, okay? So we're back. We're good. We are professional. We're ready to rock, okay? We got a got a couple things here we want to dive in with y'all. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. Trying to trying to stick with uh, starting off with Arkansas. Big news, Arkansas-wise. Ryan Mallett says he's not done. He's coming back. And you know what? I kind of believe him. I mean, I believe him. I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think so either. But I don't, I don't think he's going to start for anybody. Well, if you haven't heard, he was named the starter for the Spring League's team this Saturday. Like I said. Immediate starter, boys. Like I said, he's not going to start in the NFL. No, he's not. There's a reason that he didn't start in the NFL, and when he did... It's because he referred to himself as Ryan Mallett. He does. That's why he's not starting. Backstory to that one, for people who aren't going to understand, um, we have it on very good authority <laughs> that when he would walk into parties as he attended the University of Arkansas, he would walk into a party and literally say out loud, who wants to get Ryan Mallett a beer? He really did that. That's a real thing. Ryan Mallett should get Ryan Mallett's own self a fucking beer. <laughs> Listen, we're very Woo Pig around here. We all know that. But there's a difference between being Woo Pig and you're just being really arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's not get it twisted here. Your shit did not stink there for a while. Yes, that's about it on the Ryan Mallett talk. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot to caveat off of. There's there. not. Um, Best of luck to him. I hope. Uh, you know what? If you can end up being Chase Daniel. And just being a career backup, yeah, not a bad deal. Not only a lot of money to be made there, but that's I can respect that. What the fuck else are you gonna do? Sell cars? I don't know. Who wants to buy a car from Ryan Mallet? <laughs> <laughs> not me. He, um, it's gonna be this in the sport. What's called the Spring League, which is very similar to the NBA's D League, which is now G League. Uh, it's just a developmental league. Which that's nobody all it is. cares about. No. Except Ryan Mallett. But it's a stage for him to be seen and, and you know, good for him. Yeah, keep chasing your dreams. I'm all for it. Shit. It, it will be on Fox. Ain't nobody going to watch that. Uh, he plays for what is called the Generals. Don't ask mm. me for what their geographical location is because I don't know. But he plays for the Generals. He's a starting quarterback. You can, it's about all we got on it, to be honest with you. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you a teammate. I couldn't tell you another person who's in it. I ain't got a clue. But I will be rooting for Ryan Mallett. He's a woo yeah. pig forever. Yeah. I'll definitely be rooting for him. I'm shit. No ill will towards him. It's just we don't have really much to talk about on that. We can talk about the actual NFL. We can always do that. Look, what I'm about to say naturally is going to get 50-50 response. People are going to hate what I'm about to say or people are going to love it. Mm-hmm. People need to lay the fuck off of Aaron Rodgers, okay? Yeah. I'm sick of it. You are not going to get any... I fully agree. I mean... The, all the headlines in sports shows today and yesterday were like, does Aaron Rodgers look bad in this situation? If you think Aaron Rodgers looks bad in this situation, that means that you would have to agree that the Packers have done all they can to keep him happy, which is just not fucking true. Show me which receiver they've drafted over the past, oh, 12 years. Show me which one. It's not even that, man. It, I mean, that's the blatant, you, obvious, you easiest way to see it. What weapon have they drafted to give him? 
like people question Devonte. I mean, that's it. Peyton and Tom Brady, maybe Drew Brees, like all the greats. Like, oh well, it, it always comes up. People always say that they're they're a player. They don't have any say. If you agree with that, you're wrong. But it always comes up like, oh, did those guys have a say in this? Nobody ever asked that about Aaron Rodgers because you know no. he didn't. No. Like oh, I've said it before, Aaron Rodgers should be in your fucking war room at the draft. Like, regardless of if I'm, I'm not no, saying you know what him. you should hold the draft at his house. Yeah, I'm not saying that he could. He should be able to pick like, oh, I need a receiver here, receiver here, receiver here. If you don't think he's smart enough to know what you need on defense too, like he's he's played and picked apart defenses his whole career. Right. If you don't think he knows what to look for. But he's one in four in championship games. Yeah, the, the answer is no. He doesn't look bad. Another thing is I don't fucking care what Brett Favre <laughs> thinks about Aaron Rodgers. I don't either, and I don't give a fuck what Terry Bradshaw says either. That's I got that too, but like I don't I don't care. And they just keep going back to it. But like, let Brett Favre be irrelevant. Not, I mean, not irrelevant, but like he doesn't have. You don't have to ask him because Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to the media. They go straight to Brett Favre. Right. And on this last one, he wasn't that on the first go around where he wanted to open his mouth. He said some real stupid, foolish things. But on this one, apparently, what it said was, "I just don't think that it's repairable." If you look into, there's no way that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to like, oh, I bear, I'm gonna bury the hatchet now. That's all Favre said on this one. I didn't see the full whole thing, but that's all the clip that they'd used. And it was surprising to see him kind of back off his approach on the first one. This one was much more reasonable. Hey, right. there's just no way I see Aaron Rodgers being able to bury this. And honestly, I don't care what his take is. I don't care if he's burying him or if he's pumping him up. Like, I don't care what he thinks is not important. As far as Terry Bradshaw goes, shut the fuck up. Okay? Look, yeah, you're I'm, just the old guy who's just yelling at the kids at this I'm point. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. I got love for Terry Bradshaw, but let's not act like he was Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. Terry Bradshaw was would be today a bottom ten quarterback in the league. Yeah, that may be a little low. But you don't want to look at his stats. He, he, no, I agree. That's why I'm saying he's. Let's not act like he's those guys. But it, like he has four Super Bowls, that's why he's getting into the Hall of Fame. Right, Alex Smith. Like he was a part of fantastic teams. And I'm not saying that you know anybody could have done it, but I mean, he he's not the reason they won those four Super Bowls. Like, he, he's great on TV because he's fucking crazy old coot, okay? Like, he brings entertainment. Right. But I don't care about his takes on current players. Right. They're, the media is just using that to fuel the debate. That's all it is. Because no one actually holds weight to what the fuck Terry Bradshaw says. It, it, I sure as fuck don't value his words. If Aaron Rodgers talks, I listen. Yeah. Form, talking about former players speaking on current players, Jerome Bettis came out and said that Ben could play two more years if the Steelers build around him. Shut your, shut your fucking mouth. Not that you're wrong. What the hell do you call what I, they've done? I don't want him to play two more years, Jerome. Okay. No, well, I mean, that's the stupidest thing Jerome Bettis could say if they built around him. What the fuck have they done? What's the average age of their receiving core? I, he he was insinuating like offensive line help, which he had a he had one of the best offensive lines his whole career. He did, but he's saying like right now he could continue to play if they built a strong. But I don't want him to play. That's all I'm getting at. That's I fucking stupid. Let Ben ride on the sunset or in the middle of the fucking night. I don't care. I'm over it. Like, I'm bracing for the two, three-year window where we're just complete ass after he's gone because we have not prepared for him to leave because we keep thinking, well, maybe he'll come back. Yeah, I'm not done on the Aaron Rodgers topic here. Um, anybody who thinks Aaron Rodgers is just being a diva or he's just being dramatic or he's just being selfish, you probably haven't kept up with all the shit that he's been dealing with for his whole career. You probably have not. This is probably the first time you're hearing anything about Aaron Rodgers, so you just assume he's a dickhead. Well, all of the dickhead stuff that came out was the same few guys that just keep 
right. bringing it back to the light to get some relevance. He has been dealing with this shit his literal entire career. This was this is LeBron James' first six years at the Cavs where the owner just literally tries to sabotage you. Mm. That's exactly what Aaron Rodgers has been dealing with, except he probably knows it a little better than us, and he probably knows a little bit more into it than we do. Right. The, the thing is, like— We're Tom, just hearing leaks. Tom That's Brady it. has success with nobodies it, as far as everybody is concerned in New England, and he's he's an all-time great. Not saying he's not, but he gets all the credit for when they have Definitely. bad players or less than, than stellar players. Right. And then when they have a down year, well, he doesn't have any help. When Aaron Rodgers is good with down players, he's good. Right. When they go down— it's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, his average yard per throw have gone down. He's done. He's washed. He's, he's bummy. He's being he's being a diva. Just give it a fucking rest, dude. Like, it's it's a crock of shit. And you know what? If the leak is true about him saying that uh, Gunter Guntz is Jerry Krause, he's not anybody wrong. who's seen the Last Dance, <laughs> it's wrong. really giving me Jerry Krause vibes. Yeah. So I, for all you Skip Bayless people out there, who. Someone is starting to threaten or jeopardize who you consider to be the goat, so you immediately start lashing out anytime that player who threatens your goat. You hate everything that he does because he's jeopardizing how you feel about a player. Mm-hmm. You got fucking problems. You need to bury that shit. Aaron Rodgers, this is no longer just smoke. This is a fire. There's, yeah. we all thought it was just some bull. No, it's real. This is it's fucking real. And that he's means- gonna play in Denver oh, very soon. Please, for the love of God, if he doesn't come to the Steelers, which people are saying that he might, are they actually though? Or is it just Pittsburgh Twitter that's nah, saying No, it? no, Chad Johnson said it. I Chad Johnson him. is a fucking buffoon. Listen, I got to believe him. <laughs> I, I, Chad I Johnson feel, thought he could race Tyreek Hill. Well, he thinks that Aaron Rodgers may go to Pittsburgh, and I can't disagree with him. I think it's probably going to happen, but if it doesn't, I'm <laughs> good not. with Denver. Pe- people have said, multiple people, I've heard it from multiple people, he can make go to Pittsburgh, but if he doesn't, no, no. I would be all for Denver. That would be fantastic to that watch. Would. That'd, be, that'd be good for business right there. I also think there's a chance. And could you imagine the stock in the Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, Noah fan? Could you imagine the stock of those? These dudes are going to be possible pro bowlers just because Aaron comes there. Like People are so sleeping on Denver's weapons. And if yeah. you get a guy like that in there, you're about to see just how terrible Drew Locke is. Because It's going to look bad. I mean, he could go to the Raiders, and the Raiders could contend Aaron for the Rogers, top. To the Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos would kill any future hope that Drew Locke has for, an, for a career outside of Denver. He's going to immediately be Dewey Haskins. Easy. We don't we don't know what Dewey Haskins didn't get a fair shake. We do know what he is. Nope. He's he's gonna turn it around. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be all right. Mm. That, I do think there's a small chance. Like I still wouldn't be shocked if it's like, oh, if it's a Russell Wilson situation. We did I didn't assume there was any chance Russell Wilson was coming back when that news came out. And then since then I'm hundred percent sure he's coming back. I am too. And also the 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 leaks that were coming out on the Russell Wilson front didn't hold a fucking candle to this. No, and it's amplified because it's Aaron Rodgers. This is just Russell Wilson is pissed off that he doesn't have any offensive line help. That's it. It didn't blow up, though, I think, because, I mean, it, it did It's early up. stages of the Aaron Rodgers drama right there. But, yeah, but, but this is... I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Russell Wilson doesn't really say much other than cringy shit. Like go Hawks. So when it came out, it was like a big deal. And then when Aaron Rod- as soon as anything Aaron Rodgers comes out, it's automatically gassed up the whole time. Right. So that's, I think that's a lot of it. But imagine this. Mm-hmm. Spit it at me. Come when on. when Russell Wilson no originally wanted out, mm-hmm. he mentioned the Raiders as a possible option. That's that's very intriguing. Let's say that that had happened, mm-hmm. and the Raiders jumped on it like, yes, let's get him in here. Oh my god! And then so he goes to the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver. Oh my! God. And we have a division god. with Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, and Herbert. Oh, 
sign me the you fuck will up. Never have a division like that in the history. Of sign football. me the fuck up. That would be fantastic. It would suck. And it could them. also blow up in Gruden's face. And we could watch him fucking blow up and get out of the league like we all want. Well, when you when that division is tearing each other apart, and then about week eight, Russell Wilson starts to fall off again. Oh, it'd be the most Raiders shit ever. You got a you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're still the worst in the division. Could you imagine six? Games that are Monday night football worthy a year just from one division. That would be fantastic. Oh my God. It, like I said, it would suck for them. But I would camp out in Arrowhead on one Arrowhead drive in the parking lot, probably starting Friday night for Sunday's game. Dude, I would just, I would camp out. I'm going to be the first. Can you imagine oh my though, God. inside that division, all of those teams, what their season ticket prices would go to? Because you're guaranteed seeing all those guys at your home. The first stadium. year back at max capacity. Well, each of those teams would imagine be, the price would be guaranteed to see each of those matchups at home, at least one, like yep. one time per year. Yeah, and you would, yeah, that would a be cool, electric. What? Well, I mean, twenty percent of your games would be yeah prime time real shit games. Twenty percent right. of your games would be a potential playoff matchup. Yes, I mean, what that's what sucks though is like one of those teams you would have all three, like you would have both wild cards come from that division. Yeah, and one of them would be left out. Sorry, Chargers. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Your, I think your quarterback's not ready for I think, that. No, kind of I think it's still the Raiders with Russell Wilson, just because of the, yeah. the whole team. Chargers, the Chargers, Chargers as a whole are much better, and they just got some so a big time line upgrade. Yeah, and I mean their defense is still pretty good. They're going to have yeah. their studs back, so the Raiders don't have any of those on defense. That'd be fantastic. Unfortunately, we won't get to see it. But if we can get Aaron Rodgers to Denver, it's a start. I'll take it. I do think that you know. With all the leaks that have happened, it's not even a hot take, but I will say that's probably... Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers went to the Patriots? No, no, I don't want to see that. Good vibes. Let's get him to Denver. Oh, you're right. Good vibes. Nope. See, there I go. If we can't get to Pittsburgh, go to Denver. I'll take it. Get the Pittsburgh talk out of your head. I'm not, I will not until it He's also 38. Happen. He's not exactly 26 years old. No, I don't care. I don't care. You if should. He, if he plays for three more years, I'm fine with that, which is not unrealistic. It's not. You could get prime... Prime play from him. I mean, let's not pretend that last year we didn't see some. We did see some decline in his play. Nope. And then they lit the fire under his ass. They took love. I mean, I guess if the Packers just draft a quarterback every year in the first round, you're going to get MVP performance. Well, you're going to get him not being there. Well, if you look at how much he's going to get charged if he sits. Now, this is what's funny about all this. So if Guntagunz just wants to prove that this is all the ownership is the reason for our success. You want to prove that so easily? Aaron Rodgers ain't the answer to you. Get him out of there. Go. Watch what happens. See what happens. Watch. Because what's funny is now the Packers. Because are you know it's not, and that's why you won't fucking deal him. Well, that's why the Packers are exploring alternate options, including veterans at quarterback, is because they're not exactly sure. They might have fucked up. So you want to sabotage the quarterback because you don't think he's that good? Go ahead. Deal him. Watch what happens. Can you imagine how hard? And those picks you're gonna get, those first round picks you're gonna get from that team, they're gonna be bottom twenty. What's so enjoy. Happen is if Jordan Love starts and he stinks, the media's gonna be like, oh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was kind of a was kind of a diva, but why would you do that? It's it, gonna they're gonna backpedal so fast. Oh yeah, see what Aaron Rodgers did to Jordan Love? How could you? Ship How a could guy you like just that? leave him? It's, That's what I think. I think they would do that. It would, they would spend this as Aaron Rodgers' fault because Love wasn't ready yet and he didn't get time to develop. It's Rodgers' fault. No, all of the takes would be, you know, maybe he was a headache, but the the performance just outweighs. The off-the-field issues when there was no off-the-field issues is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, since we're since we're discussing it here, won't you give me 
this is off the cuff. We do not have any of this down. Why don't you give me who your dark horse for the AFC and your dark horse for the NFC is this coming year? To win it all? Dark horse contender to win it all. Who you think could really shock some people and, and you know, at least fuck around and get in the AFC or NFC championship. Someone no one's no one's claiming to here. I mean, the AFC is pretty top heavy. You have a real hard on for the Chargers, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them because <laughs> there's nobody like the Chiefs. Obviously, have a real shot. Dolphins. I think the Browns have a real shot. Dolphins have no shot. Mm. Um, I mean the Bills will be up there, but that's not a hot take. Nope. Um, Colts. That'd be a good one. That's a good that 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 qualifies as a dark horse for sure. I would. They're probably not even going to be top six in betting favorites for the AFC. So yeah, I'm oh, going oh. Chargers. There Stay he is. Yep. Going Chargers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like the Colts have a very good team all the way through, but like the Chargers, like the Chiefs. I'm trying to think of who could beat the Chiefs, and the Chargers played them tough. Like Justin Herbert's first game with five minutes notice, it was it was a nice game. He's got some protection. He's got a year of reading defenses and and. You know, connecting with his teammates. It's not crazy. I don't think it'll happen, but that's why it's hot take. So it's a dark horse. NFC-wise, boy, I had a lot of faith in the Cardinals last year, and that really bit me in the ass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. i go Cardinals. Cardinals? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't the weapons. I, but. I can't think of anybody else that's way down there that, has a I'm shot. just not high on the Cardinals. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to happen. They did lose a lot of close games, and eventually you have to start winning some of those. Now, if they don't have a good year this year, I think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. He has to be. You have no other excuse. I think he's already on the hot seat. Well, so, who are your teams? Oh, AFC-wise, I'll say most improved team. Most improved team will be the Dolphins. That's gross. I think that's a, that'll be the most improved. Um, oh, NFC. I mean, the easy answer for well, actually, my dark horse for the AFC is Jaguars. No fucking way they turn around that fast. How the fuck can't they? Jaguars. I mean, I don't know. It's hey, this is my hot take. Okay. Okay, you're right. My hot take. Right. By the way, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, my pick's Denver. Before, if I'm picking now, before this is pre Aaron Rodgers draft here. Okay, Chargers or sorry, pre Aaron Rodgers trade. Got the draft on my head, and my NFC dark horse, the Washington Whistle Pigs. I don't hate it. I will say this: Whistle Pigs, and anybody who doesn't understand the Whistle Pig reference, you have missed a couple episodes here, and you need to catch up. Washington okay? Whistle Pigs is the new name. That is the new name for Washington. It's the Whistle Pigs. We don't need a petition. We don't need to vote. It's the Washington Whistle Pigs. Book it. We said it first. The Whistle Pigs. You want to sell some merch? You want to sell some tickets? Washington Whistle Pigs. And since Agreed. I, since I since I had that caveat to if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, Jacksonville Denver. and Washington. If Aaron Rodgers goes anywhere else, if Aaron Rodgers goes, if or if he, hmm. no, if he goes, he's. I'm assuming he's going to the AFC team. Right. The Packers would send him to the AFC. There's no chance he goes in the NFC. Give me the Bears. That's interesting. I almost I almost use that as my most most improved team. I think Justin Fields is going to be good. I think Andy I Dalton think so too. makes it two weeks at most. Unless they go unless they start two and zero, oh, then you let them have a him. double let them have a double pick game 
and watch what happens. Yeah, but if they go, if they start, if they keep winning, you can't, you can't change everything. I mean, the longer that Fields has to try to develop, the better for the team, of course. Um, I still, I'm not sold on David Montgomery, but I think competent quarterback play will, of course, spread amongst the whole freaking offense. So you get a quarterback in there who can actually play. Fields comes in there who can actually play. I think Montgomery's going to start getting right back up there. And and I think him and Tariq Cohen are going to be good once they have Andy Dalton off the fucking field. Um, they have weapons. So I like that. I like the Bears pick. I think your top three most improved teams in the NFL are all going to be from the NFC. Well, I have the Bears and the Jaguars. I'm saying Bears, Carolina, 49ers. 49ers finished last in the division. They were 6-10. and 10. Man, you you talked about a couple episodes ago how the Falcons considerably get fucked by injuries. Mm-hmm. No, the 49ers get fucked by injuries. The 49ers last year had all of their what all of their receivers were dead, dead, and their whole entire defense died at the same time. Yeah, yeah they had that situation in New York where they played back to back. Bosa, weeks. Ford, they Sherman, New York first or the Jets first. I don't remember which one it was, but they played there the next week against the other team and they had to inspect the field. Yeah, which is fair. We started seeing knee kneecaps. Mm-hmm. You know what? That might have been the the starting talks of MCDC going to Detroit, <laughs> and the ghost of MCDC was biting kneecaps. Something happened because it was and taking these dudes right. out. People were dropping like flies. Yeah, they were. Man, they were getting fucked hard. Um, I like that. I, I could see the Niners for sure doing that, and I think I think it's a very short leash leash for Garoppolo. Yeah, no, I'm not even sure he's gonna be on the team, but if he like. The only reason he would be on the team is because they're not strapped for cap space. Because they, they got like $23 million if they cut him or trade him. Or Lance is just not progressing the way that they thought he would immediately. I think it all depends on Lance's progression. Yeah, but even still, if I'm them and I can save 20 plus If he's million, looking good, the first time Grapple throws a pick, they're benching him. And once they bench him, they're trading him. Yeah, but I mean... Or just cutting him. If, if, you could, if you could save 20 plus million and your only concern is that Trey Lance isn't ready... You get him out of there and get somebody who's cheaper. Or you just him. fucking play him and you get a, better, a good pick next year and he learns from this year and then he's good yeah, next but year. if you put him out there and you're... you're They're going to try to crucify you and Shanahan yeah. is already on a, a short leash. You get the fans already thinking he stinks early and yeah. it's hard to come back from. I think Shanahan has a very short leash. Yeah. So I like the Bears. I like the Jaguars for most improved. The NFC North as a whole will look like the most improved fan Rodgers leaves that division. Because it's wide yeah. open at that point. Minnesota becomes a threat. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. I don't hate Minnesota. I like Minnesota this year. In the NFC North, we got to talk about it because it's Woo Pig. Mm-hmm. Frank Rag now becoming the highest paid center. Shot at. Congratulations. To the Woo Pig, Frank Rag now, who, whenever was going into the draft, he I mean, he wasn't like a, he was, he was highly touted as one of the best interior linemen, but, right. you know, the experts wanted to say he was, you know, didn't have good agility, and he wasn't very quick on his feet. And he's from Arkansas. He played for that stinky team. Oh, my God. Well, he's Listen. got 70 million reasons oh, yeah. to give you the fucking finger. And 42 of them are guaranteed. Yes. 13.5 million per year. And they also uh, still have the uh, tower of a man at tackle mm-hmm. from Wupig Country. You know what I'm talking about? Wait on me. <sighs> he's like 6'10". Huge tackle. You want Dan Skipper? Yeah. The holding machine? Hey. 
Don't you fucking talk down now. I will talk down. I'm just giving some Woo-Pig love to Detroit because they recognize the Woo-Pigs and they bring them in. But shout out to Frank Ragnow. Belichick does He got paid. Belichick does appreciate him. Ever since he took A.J. Derby, I knew he had a soft spot for (laughs) Woo-Pigs. Because if you take A.J. Derby. (laughs) You're just reaching down in the well that is Arkansas because Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a great day to be one of the Ragnows. It's a great day for Arkansas. It's a great day for everybody. It just shows. You can, you can fucking make it, even from a small place like Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like, you can do it. It's it's right there. You can make the shit happen. And shout out to Ragnow. We appreciate that. We love seeing it. Love to see it. Going from Arkansas, I mean, breaking news. Arkansas baseball's still fucking good. Still number one. Next. I mean, it, what are you going to say? I don't know, because I, what do you, <clears throat> what do you, I don't. I don't watch baseball, so I don't know. You don't have to. You I wake, know we're good. You That's all I know. Up, brush your teeth. Arkansas is number one in the country. That's all you need to know. Oh, we're number one, number one now. It's been that way. Well, I thought I saw we dropped like number two or something for a bit. Yeah, that was that was a fucking year ago. Oh, was it? It was like two ago. weeks ago. No, it was longer than that. We've been a one unanimous number one for a while, and I mean, it, I don't, I don't think it's going to change unless a very close team sweeps us or something like that. I mean, it'll be, it'll take a lot, but. I have nothing to say on that. I don't know. All right, we will, from Arkansas I'll watch baseball, come playoff time. We'll go to MLB. So, the Astros have filed a complaint with the league. For how much people are bitching. For fans taunting them. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? You, if that ain't baby shit soft, I don't know what is. Baby back bitches. I just, I just got on Yankees fans last episode for being stupid, turning their backs on them, trying to be cute. And it turns out the Astros, their feelings got hurt by that. It did. Which, you know what that will do? Make people do it more. How about you grow the fuck up? Okay? Yeah. Get over it. You got to run up there and start handing out tickets, citations to people who are upset that you cheated the game? Yeah, sorry. Good luck, bud. Yeah. I mean, in today's society, you have to realize if you file a complaint, it's going to go public. And when it does, it's going to get immediately worse. It won't be the Yankees who do it to everybody, including their own players, it will be every team you play in, every ballpark you play in for the rest of the year. You want to know how you shut it up? Ignore it. Win. Well, I mean, you'll still have teams like the Yankees that will do it, but you can win, but just fucking be adults. Hand up. Yeah, you didn't didn't care about the repercussions while you were doing the shit. It got proved that you did the shit. And guess what? They didn't take your championship from you, so shut the fuck up. Who cares? Yeah. You're still world champions. Get over it. Yeah. That's baby back bitch shit right there. I don't. I guess I didn't really expect it to go that far with the whole filing a, a fucking formal complaint. Like honestly, I'm surprised people aren't still throwing at him. You know what I picture? Any of you office fans out there? Think back to when Dwight tried to go to tried to go to Toby, and he said, "I want to file another complaint on the file <laughs> on file against Jim. I want to file it." And he said, go see Michael. He's got the box. And he goes in there and realizes that it was just little pieces of paper that he stuffed into a shoebox <laughs> and tucked away and told him it would be on his official record. Yeah. That's what's going to be at the commissioner's office for the Astros. The just a is, box with a bunch of complaints in it that he just stuffs under his desk and says, get the fuck out of my office. The problem is the commissioner for baseball is a fucking idiot. He called his own trophy. Oh, Manfred? He called his own trophy a piece of metal. Are you fucking stupid? No fucking, no dignity whatsoever. Listen, I did. I never thought that I would appreciate Roger Goodell the way that I do. 
But as soon as Rob Manfred opened his stupid fucking mouth, <laughs> I got no, I could not have more respect for Roger Goodell. All you are as a commissioner is a mouthpiece. Really is. You're the guy that says the shit to the public that all that the, the owners, owners told thinking, you to say. And the owners know damn well they can say whatever they want because you're going to take all the heat. You're the one getting blamed, but you didn't actually fucking come up with any of this. The difference is Rob Manfred takes heat for shit that he says himself. Yes. And all the owners, I'm sure, when he comes up to talk, are like, what, what the fuck? We didn't fucking say any of this. This guy's on his own. He's a fucking idiot. Get him out of here. Get him. Ah. Speaking of get him at. The Angels cut oh. Albert Pujols. Now, this should be near and dear to old Dakota's heart because he's a Cardinals fan. What the fuck is going on? This he's, makes the time. He's 57 years old. He's 41. The difference. I was barely off. It doesn't make any sense. All I'm saying, come on back to St. Louis. Sign a 10-day contract and retire. No, 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 no. That was my initial thought. He, that's going to happen. Like, he will retire a Cardinal. He'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal. Like, that's right. That's never a doubt. He, he can choose either one, but I feel like there's a 99.9% chance he's retiring. He's going to the Hall of Fame with a Cardinal hat on. It's going to happen. He has to. The problem is, my initial thought was, come back, retire as a Cardinal. Happy story. Warm and fuzzy. By the way, I said 10-day contract just because that's what they do in football. I think it's just a one-day thing for baseball. I don't know. But... He's fifth all time on the home runs list right now. Mm-hmm. He's thirty four home runs away from Alex Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. He can get that, right? Like over the last five full years, he's averaged twenty seven home runs per year. Like I'm not going to say his, his they haven't gone down because he was hitting like forty over his career. Even with the last few years, he's still averaging thirty seven home runs right. per year. He's he's you have to let him get that. He's thirty four away. Give him a two year deal. If he doesn't know. get it, he doesn't get it. No big deal. Use him, use him like they used David Ortiz with the Red Sox the last few years. Use him as DH. When you play American League teams, True. he's a DH. When you're a National League team, you need a pinch hitter. There's not a better pinch hitter we have than Albert Pujols. Just let him come in, hit a fucking home run or a double. He's got he's got 662 career home runs, 669 career doubles, 13, yeah, it, 13 career triples. It's just difficult to analyze those because there's like a 20-year span there to, to try to average that. I'll be like, mm, is that actually good? It's very consistent. It's just he was so fucking good with the Cardinals that his stats are so... But he left. But what has he no, done recently? In two, like in 2015, he hit 40 home runs. That was like, six years ago. He, I, I'm aware of that, but I, that's what I'm saying. Over the last five full years, taking out the COVID year, he still averaged 27 home runs. Like that's not nothing, especially when you only need 34 to catch a rod, and he only needs 52 to catch Babe Ruth. Right. I'm not saying he's going to get 52. I'm not saying it's crazy. He's he's already at five this year. Mm-hmm. He's 13th on the hits list, 62 hits away from 10th place. Like being top ten of all time, yeah. You got to give him a shot. Uh, I mean, I, we got a spot for him. I love Matt Carpenter. I'm pretty sure y'all have y'all are, have one of the best records in baseball now, don't you? Second best record in baseball. That's what I thought. We are tied. behind two. Do what? Behind two. The A's. We're tied with that. San Francisco and Boston for the second best record. Five and four out of five over the last five games. My Royals are on a fucking losing streak here. Royals bud. are in third place in their division. We are four on, game skid. It's not great, and we were seven and three in our last ten before that skid. Yeah, it's almost like we're now seven and six. It's almost like it's almost like we're shaping in a form. The team, the team <laughs> that started out red hot, was probably playing it. some stinky teams. Can't make it one hundred and sixty two games. But it does feel a little bit better to not be one of the stinky teams. I will say, I pretty sure it was in the first episode. I said Royals third place in the division. Now. I did not expect them to be this good this long into the season, and I don't think they're going to just fall off the face of the earth and stink. Like they're they're a pretty solid team. Pitching catches up to you though. And boy, do we have some turds. Now the thing is, 
I also said if we're in competition at the trade deadline, we got to go get somebody. You you lead your division going into the trade deadline, and you can get to that point with the pitching staff that we have. You got to fucking get somebody. You got to go get somebody to support Flaherty. We need something. I love John Gant, but Flaherty and John Gant can't do it. You're gonna have to count on Wainwright. You're gonna have to count on Johnny Tsunami, Carlos Martinez. Y'all still you, have Wainwright? You can't have it. Yeah, it feels he, like he's been there forever. He has, and he, I mean he's been fair, but I don't want him going into an important game in a in a series. That doesn't make me feel great. You think the Royals have anything to offer to get Otani? <laughs> Ownership of the fucking team? I'll let him have it. Patrick Mahomes, him and Otani own the team? I mean, let's do it. You're going to have to do something. I want Otani in Kansas City immediately. Otani got a line drive hit back at him, I think today or yesterday. And he threw his glove up instinctually. It hit his glove, bounced up in the air, and he snatched it out of the air with his bare hand. And then apologized to the batter while he was running to first base for, for catching the ball in too much of a fancy fashion. How? Does he even speak English? He just, he, yeah, he waved, he waved at him. He was like, sorry. Because he, he because he did too good of a job. Mm-hmm. I mean. That wasn't a shout out his fucking English. I just, no, literally, but, I know he's I mean, not from here. I just no, didn't. But, but it, that's insane. I'm sorry. I can't help but be this fucking good. Like you hit a rocket back at me. I accidentally caught it and it accidentally made it look awesome. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Ever. Well, I'm a, Listen. If the Angels keep doing what the Angels do come postseason time, they got to fucking do something. They re-sign Mike Trout. Like, every, well, I mean, Trout's in the trade rumors every single year. Everything in me, like from the day that Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, I was like, oh, he signed there because Trout's from Philly. He's going to Phillies. Right. And then it didn't happen. And it'll never come out, but I, you can't tell me that didn't surprise Bryce Harper too. Why the fuck else would he go to the Phillies? I don't know. Why would the team that he just left now be contending for a World Series. They have a lot of young talent and a, and a very good pitching rotation. Pitching Why the fuck did he leave then? Down. What was he doing? What was he doing? Hitting bombs? Yeah, why, why would you leave that team if, if they were right there on the cusp? Because they just couldn't get it done. Like, they just kept... And they, they lose what everybody considers to be their best player, and they got better. Right. But, I mean, and they maybe it was because they... they Approached the game with a different strategy. I don't know. Could be. I mean, they, but Could be. They, they just played they Bryce Harper's strengths instead of the teams. Like Juan Soto immediately stepped into that role. I fucking hate him, but he's very good. I'm not going to take it away from him. I, I'm, this is why I'm slightly biased. I'm slightly biased because I hate him, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say he's not good. Can we also, I'll be fair. Can we also address um, that man took a, pit, took a ball to his face oh, at 93 miles an hour. And then sent a text to the pitcher that hit him. Like, hey, man, no hard feelings. Are you fucking kidding me? This dude is a fucking beast. Yeah. He can't throw a helmet for shit, but he's a monster. Yeah, one of my buddies at work just took a, uh, their teammate in the softball team, took a, tried to catch a pop fly, and it came down, hit him in his face, broke his fucking face, broke his face from a softball just falling. This dude took a fucking professional pitch to his cheekbone. Right where you're. And was in there in the lineup the next day. Yeah, he's good. Are you fucking kidding me? Rub some dirt on it. He took a knee, drank some water. He's fine. This dude is a machine. Yeah, you can go ahead and count me out for for my life. Yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm, I'm dead. I'm gonna I'm gonna just find a deep dark hole and never come out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm never picking up a baseball again. This dude was batting the very next day. Unfucking real. Shout out to Bryce Harper, who's a fucking machine. I do love Bryce Harper. One of my favorites. I do too. Yeah. What's not to love? One of my favorites is about to fight again in the UFC as well. 
Well, uh, and we're getting to the point. Cowboys fighting this weekend. Okay. If he doesn't win this fight, it's time to hang him up, bud. It's he just, won't. He, I mean, he's 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 that's what that's what people love about him. Like anywhere, anytime, anybody. But you know why? He's just pulling that proverbial slot machine down and just. Thank you for my check. Thank you for my dude, check. That, thank you for my check. I don't know what it is, dude. That motherfucker just loves pain. Like of all the shit that, like his four wheeler wrecks and falling off goddamn horses, like he's had however many feet of his intestines removed. Right. The man works on a ranch. It's insane. And it, like Dana White's going to have to retire him. He won't. He won't agree to it. I very much hope he wins. Is a force retiring a thing? His, yeah, they just cut him. But it, fuck, he may go into bare knuckle after that. I was I about to know. say, is there is there like a league for a competition in the UFC where they fight? I mean, they're Be- a lesser tier, like Bellator. Because like John bon, John uh, Jones, John was talking, bon Jones? John, I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> I almost said John Bon Jones, <laughs> but John Jones. I remember he said he was threatening leaving the UFC. And was going to go fight for someone else. I don't know who that was. Yeah, that would be like if Aaron Rodgers said, fuck you, NFL. I'm going to the CFL. Oh, that'll show him. Right, but is there another thing? Yeah, I mean, the Be- UFC? Bellator, Bellator is like their competition, if you want to call it that. It's not. I mean, it's just like everybody else. That, I feel like it's like rough and rowdy on, yeah, on Barstool. I mean, it's <laughs> like, like the XFL and the CFL with the NFL. It, it's the same sport, but it's not close. Right. So you, you don't have it. That's why Dana White just lets these people threaten him. Because what the fuck are you going to do about it? Pay me more. Okay. Go somewhere else where nobody fucking cares. Right. Now, Cowboy may go to bare knuckle and just fight till he fucking dies in the ring. He may. And it's respectable. I don't want to watch it happen. Like, I'm tired of watching the man lose. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it is a little. But at the same time, you just kind of love that dude that just, he's very Nick diaz Like, just that, just that tough ass, the last person you want to get in a fight with in the street type of dude like he just loves to fucking fight like that's nick diaz too like he just you, is just you, a street dude you could tape two baseball bats to my arms and put somebody over my shoulder with a fucking bow and arrow i wouldn't fight cowboy no because you could stick him with an arrow and if then i see somebody with cauliflower you're like that i am not <laughs> fucking knuckling up no absolutely not there, there's some decent fights on this card besides that i mean the main event got canceled so people are saying it's a down card i can't disagree but there there are a few a few i'll watch it i mean it's free so Who's not going to watch it? But Cowboys on there, so I'm obviously going to watch it. Michelle Waterson fighting, big fan, karate hottie. It's going to be on there. Going to be good. Um, we got Jeff Neal and Neil Magny. Jeff Neal is a highlight reel. Like it, it'll be there. I'm trying to sell this to myself. It's not going to be great. Okay? None of it sounds good the, to the me. I have gained no interest. Angela Hill's fighting. That'll be fun. I mean, don't know who that is. Jeff Neal, thirteen and three, sixty percent of his fights ended knockout. So that's something to watch for. Angela Hill said she's gonna she's going for a knockout against Manta. Everybody Manta says Rebus. that, but she's ten and two, and she ended Paige Van Zandt's career. So, I mean, if you don't go into a fight hoping for a knockout, I don't know what you're doing, right? Unless you're on a Rousey, how'd that work out? Not great. Well, uh, the sheer thought of the fact of understanding that you lost a fight made you want to take your life. Mm. So, uh, the, shout the, out to the soft ones out the there. Third ish most exciting fight is in the prelims. Phil Halls is fighting. Don't care who he's fighting. I'm watching it. Yeah. He's, he just tries to take your head off the whole right. time. 75% of his fights ended in knockout. He's 10-2. Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anything else going on. When is this? Saturday. What time? When it starts. <laughs> Fucking no. Okay. I'm trying to make sure that it doesn't cross over with the spring league game so I can watch Ryan Get Mallet. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I said, there's nothing else to watch. Uh, well, it's Ryan Mallet time. On the topic of fighting. Like we got to touch on it. Jake Paul's a dirtbag. I mean, we knew this. 
But like, I wish I could fucking run into him. I really do. I would. I wish I, I would sucker punch the fuck out of him. I would knock his fucking ear off from behind. I would just. And he would make a million dollars. And he would. And I would get a little <laughs> bit of it. So. I mean, like, I I am starting to hate everything that is him. Like that that line that Connor crossed with the Khabib thing. Like it there it was. Oh, that's just Connor. That's just Connor. And then it was like, oh shit. Like this is like you have two large groups of people that are trying to fucking kill each other over this. Right. It's obviously not that extreme, but like taking a man's hat off his head is one of the most disrespectful things you can do. And to take it and turn and fucking sprint away, come on. It just shows that he's not very. And you know what's funny? Here's the here's the devil's advocate part of this. I so fucking agree with what he said afterwards that I almost want to be like, you know what? Okay. Did you hear what he said afterwards? Mm-mm. I did that. I stole his hat because he steals pay-per-views from everybody having to watch his boring fights. Yeah, but he is the reason why they pay for them. So, like, there was a... there was a You know the real reason people watch is to... To hope he gets knocked out. To hope he loses. Because Floyd, you know, quote-unquote hasn't lost. He has, if you look into it. But quote-unquote hasn't lost. So people want to be witness history if he does lose. That's all it is. But that's his doing. So, like, you can say he steals it. I I have watched one Floyd Mayweather fight. And it was against Conor McGregor. But if you pay for it, like, you know what you're getting. You're just hoping for somebody to knock him out. It like, is a snooze fest. It's not It's not great to watch, but, I mean, no. it, you know that going in. So I'm not I'm not on board with the stealing, the stealing people's money for pay-per-views because it— I am, because we all say it after we get done and watch— Every time you go to social media, once a Floyd fight's over, it's like, wow, another unanimous decision. What a surprise. Like— Yeah, but you knew that going <laughs> in. That's the thing. Like— I'm not saying it's exciting. I'm not saying it's fun to watch. But None of it is exciting. If you pay for it, that's what you're paying for. And you're paying for a, a chance that he gets knocked out. That being said, I don't know where I'm at with this. Like, every fight that Floyd's fought in my lifetime, I'm like, all right, I'm watching it to see if he gets knocked out. And he keeps not getting knocked out. I don't know anything about Logan Paul. And here, it's like, I don't know if I want him to get knocked out. Like, because of Jake Paul. Like, I, I got... I don't. Jake really, Paul is really turning into Levar Ball. That's yeah. We talked about his before. brothers and everybody are starting to get this. I don't know how their personalities are, but their brothers and the whole family are starting to get this reputation, just like the Levar Ball situation. Well, most of Logan Paul's, I've his, never seen his reputation has come from Jake Paul. I've never like, heard like, him say anything. When he started this, he started out to try to be a legit boxer. Who? Logan Paul. Like he wanted to legitimately fight. Right. Jake Paul wants to make money. Right. And he's like credit to him. This is how you do it. Right. He's, like, got, he's got a mansion and Bugattis and all kinds of shit why, from YouTube. That's why LeVar Ball acts the way he acts. The difference is I think that is LeVar Ball. I don't think this is Jake Paul. I think he just does it when the cameras come on. I agree. And he's consistent with it. Like, he's now stuck his nose into this. Like, everybody's like, oh, Jake wants to fight. Jake wants to fight Connor, and Logan's going to fight Floyd. And Nick now Diaz hates Connor McGregor. Yeah. And when he saw what Jake Paul did to Connor McGregor's team whenever he was coming out of the mm. boxing arena and he started throwing water balloons at him in the street... Nick Diaz goes to Twitter and says, "Dude, you're about to get you're about to get knocked out for real out oh, here." Oh, Dylan Dennis, yeah, that that fight needs to happen too. That fight needs to fucking happen. I keep seeing on social media he comments on everything Jake Paul related, and he comments underneath it, "Fight me, fight oh, he me, wants fight it, me." And he won't. It's not gonna happen. He will knock Paul the fuck out. That, that's the thing. Like I hate Jake Paul, but he I'm not saying he's not smart. Like what he's doing is making him money, and he's not gonna fight somebody who's gonna end this streak. So, whatever. It's getting real old where he just wants to. Fight either old people outside of what they're comfortable with, UFC, old UFC fighters, get them into boxing so they can't be themselves. Or UFC fighters who are wrestlers. Right. Like, I don't like Ben Askren. If you wrestle Ben Askren, you're going to lose. You are. 
And he- I wish Paul would accept that Daniel Cormier invite. Oh, me too. You want some shit? All right. Come on to the Even UFC. Even if the fight doesn't happen, I just want to see what DC looks like at 205. That would be outrageous. I mean, I could see Paul getting knocked out by featherweights. I'm telling you, dude. Like, the the, the ultimate, my dream there. Connor should fight him. Connor should really do it. He accepts the DC fight. DC just foregoes his check. Except and just Connor stays fight. at 270 and just fucking beats the shit out of him. Or Connor takes the fight, they touch gloves, and he just fucking headbutts him. Right in the goddamn face. <laughs> Disqualification. Speaking of Connor. Mm-hmm. We are big. I can't. You know what I said? We. No, we are. I'm just nervous. We are, we're uh, huge. You, I mean, this dude, for me, is what transcends. It is what brought me to the. And I used to watch Ultimate Fighter. I used to watch mm-hmm. Rampage Jackson. I used to watch Forrest Griffin. I used to watch. You know what I mean? I I did watch it before Connor, but I guess to see it's that underdog story of the person who grew up with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden becomes the dude. Like everybody loves that shit. LeBron came from absolutely jack shit, poverty mm-hmm. to being what he is. Like I love those stories, and that's Connor. And anybody who hasn't seen the notorious thing on Netflix and doesn't really understand Connor or know what he is or know anything about him, you should really go fucking watch that because it'll really put into perspective all the shit that he's been through. So I love seeing. I I, I rode that high when he was big dog, just like I was him. Now it's starting to get sad. The problem for Connor is, is like, and this is with society, like everybody loves that story until they get to the top and, and now they, they want to see him fall. But the problem is Connor stayed at the top so long in the UFC that now the people that he's fighting are that underdog. Like Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, like they're not underdogs. Right. But when they fight Connor to the general population, they're the underdog in the fight. Right. Even though following and watching the UFC should tell you that he, they're not. Like Connor's much more popular, brings much more a lot more eyeballs to it, but like neither one of those guys are nothing. Like he has a real chance to lose against all these top guys that he's getting thrusted into. Which honestly, he doesn't deserve the fights anymore. Like he just, he's solely getting the fights off of his name. He's getting off the his fights reputation. Dan and those are going to bring him money, but he doesn't deserve to fight these guys anymore. And if he loses this one to Poirier, he's I in trouble. I, I mean, like should be yes, but. Even still, like if Dana, we'll never see the Khabib rematch. No, if that absolutely happens. not. We're not going to see the Khabib rematch anyway. I, be, like, I think we might. Khabib is one of those people that I believe when he says he's done. I don't think so. I mean, you saw that little interaction with Khabib and Dana White on the side while that fight was going on. Yeah, I just, I, I think he's done. I mean, like he. I don't think that, so. That was his whole problem with Conor when they fought the first time. Was like he he, he came after what he. Khabib believed gives you real Kawhi Leonard vibes, doesn't he? Yeah, just completely quiet, mind his own business, but like, and I'm then scared just, of Khabib. Oh, absolutely. I'm not I'm not that scared of Kawhi Leonard if I'm in the NBA. Like I'm not mm. saying I'm not saying he's not great, but like he's not for the NBA what Khabib is for the UFC. Right, no. I, I just I don't know. I saw anybody who follows Connor on Twitter like I do. Uh he posted up there, you know, pretty much saying like you've re re sparked that old flame. Like if you wanted that you wanted that dog, here it is. Yeah, Connor and just that's needs, the kind of shit I love to see. Like it's Connor's brand, so he can't, but he just needs to stay the fuck off Twitter. Because he says a lot of shit, and I'm like, oh, okay, we've heard, fucking seen this before. You're fired back up again, and you get into the ring, and you look like you ne- you haven't fucking prepared at all. Like you prepared for cowboy. Okay, good job. Forty seconds, a couple of shoulders, and a kick he wasn't expecting, and you're done. But it it doesn't. You can't just keep saying this shit, and then not be able to do anything about it. Now, if he comes out and beats Poirier, great. He's right back in it. Like there's no you you can't. He's automatically slotted back in. If he does fight. win against Poirier, what do you think the the approach becomes then? Because he's, he's going to fight again this year. If he beats Poirier, he'll fight for a belt. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, who would that be with? Dane. Dane is not. You, who would you guess? I mean, this whoever, is in whoever, no way backed by any statistics. I mean, Just who do you whoever, think you would fight? Whoever the champion is at the time. But Dana's not stupid. He, I mean, if, if he wins, he knows he has a small window to keep this going, and he's going to put him right into it. That's why when John Jones was going to go to heavyweight, it was going to be for a title. His first fight at heavyweight would have been for a title because right. if he loses at heavyweight, it's obvious he can't hang, and you never get that that fight. So, for instance, Connor came out, and this was 16 hours ago, as of 7:20 p.m. Central Time. It is now July 10th. I will do. I will do this absolutely flawlessly. We have these clowns, and now he goes into some lingo that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But we have these clowns sussed and fully. I don't know what that means. That's probably <laughs> some Dublin slang there. Yeah. Don't know. I also love that he's from Dublin. Love the Ireland representation there. Love it. It's fucking sick. The accent is dope. <laughs> we can all appreciate that accent. They want to play a game of tactics. No problem. See you in there. You've awoken a beast. A beast with the backing of a much higher power. Say your prayers. That's the kind of shit I'd love to see. I love it too. But it I'm, gives me flashbacks to fucking Connor, Connor, the notorious. Yeah, I loved it when he didn't have so much time to talk in between. Like he would get his shots in and he would go fucking embarrass somebody in the octagon. And we don't have that now. And it gets to the point where like you have way too much time to talk and it starts to get old. And then when you get in the ring and don't beat somebody, it makes it worse. Champ champ needs to come back, man. I don't think he'll ever be champ champ again. But no, like but I, said, I just if, I just miss him saying saying that. Yeah, but I mean, if he if he beats Poirier and gets fight for belt and wins, he's gonna go right back to it, and he deserves to. I just don't know what's gonna happen. I'm like, praying for it. Yeah, I am too. I, just, I don't the know. UFC is a better place when Conor McGregor's on top. Yeah, you know what I think should happen before a title fight. After he, if he does, I think will beat Poirier. What's that? Give me the trilogy. Oh, that won't happen. Give me the Diaz trilogy. That fight will happen, but it won't be after he beats Poirier. That makes no sense. It'd be title then, then, then uh, Diaz, wouldn't it? No, I don't think so, because they're not going to give Diaz a title shot. Mm. I want to see the Nate Diaz go again. If the Nate, the only way the trilogy okay, happens... Okay, so if he loses to Poirier... Then it's the trilogy. That's okay. the only fight that makes sense. Okay. And that's the problem for Connors. That's the only fight that makes sense. So win or lose that fight, what are you going to do next? You're going to fight a 12th-ranked guy in your division? What's that going to do? I don't know. I guess I'm just very on the side of optimism here because I want Connor to be Connor again. So do I. But that, I think that's why I'm trying to distance myself because it's the more I look at these options, if he doesn't beat Poirier, the options go straight off a fucking cliff. Like he has one good fight after that, and then none of them make sense. Yeah, I agree. So I hope he does. I hope he wins. I hope he beats Poirier. I hope. I hope he gets the belt back. And I like Poirier. I do too. He's actually a very likable guy, and he's very good. Yeah, I, I wanted the second this fight. This ain't no chump that McGregor's fighting. Like, this ain't no fucking bum. No, I, I wanted that that Poirier fight much earlier than it happened. It worked out well. The timing worked out well because it lets Conor stay stay in the public eye. Like, this is, a, this is a big fight he's getting here. Let's just hope he wins. We're praying for you, Conor. Yeah. Wait, you want, you want to go to NBA? Well, quick? Yeah, I mean, let's let's go ahead and segue off. We've talked we've talked a little NFL, talked a little Woo Pig. Um, what better time than the present to discuss the little NBA talk? I'm gonna get my first one in because I know you're not gonna like it and the topic. Well, here we go. Ruffle my feathers immediately. You're not gonna like the topic. So I saw okay. a stat the other day. Let's that, do it. That shocked me. Mm-hmm. It said if Russell Will, Russell Wilson. I'm so sorry. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead, Russell Westbrook. Average no points, no rebounds, and no assists for the rest of the season. He was still average triple-double. That's fucking insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's done it again. Um, well, uh, the other it's thing gotten was, the other thing I saw was that he's averaged a triple double over like his last three hundred and something games, like back to two thousand fifteen collectively. Yeah, triple double. Yeah, that's bananas. It's starting to dilute the value of a triple double. Oh, it is. It's starting to show that it is an overrated stat that wasn't accomplished very much because no one was really trying to stat pad in a triple double fashion. And he realized after losing the way that he's lost in the playoffs consistently. His only claim at a Hall of Fame stake is numbers. Yeah, about and I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't stat pad it, but if he it, is a Hall of Fame player. If you're committed to stat padding to be able to average a triple double since 2015, it's not easy. It's not. Is fucking crazy. No, like it's he, extremely difficult. Regardless of if you're stealing rebounds and stuff from people, to be able to do it for that long is pretty fucking. And on multiple teams, mind you, like he's done this for three teams now, it's pretty impressive. You could watch multiple Oklahoma City games and literally watch players box out and not even try to get the ball. See, I, I have a special place in my heart for Russell Westbrook because of the Kevin Durant shit. Like, I like I liked Westbrook before. I'm actually starting to like Russell Westbrook a lot more now that he's with Washington, and the fact is they're winning. Well, speaking of this Washington. This is why I'm starting to... Shout out Bradley Beal. He did tweet at the Cardinals to bring Pujols home. So, I like Bradley Beal a lot more now. Mm. Well, I already liked Bradley Beal. He's... he's Blah, 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 blah. Bradley Beal. Um, yeah, Washington's good. Certified bucket. Um, Daniel Gafford. Whooping. Uh, y'all better start putting some respect on this man's name. Because it's a very, very important piece to that team. Oh, absolutely. Because once Gafford came to town, came to time. He's a glue guy. What happened? Nine and one. He's, he's safe to say he's the heartbeat of that team. Anybody see him dunk on Giannis? I did. Unfortunately, a lot of people have seen him dunk on them. Seems to happen pretty frequently. Uh, Daniel Gafford? He will meet you at the rim. Slightly biased. a big fan of your game. <laughs> We've followed you since the Woo Pig days. Coming over, let's have a chat. We would love to have a little chat with little Daniel Gafford. Be an honor. Um, he's been hooping over in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westbrook has been, you know, it was. it made me feel good to see him sort of get a standing ovation in there. After he got that triple double with twenty some assists, is Westbrook going to become like a, like a Larry Fitzgerald? Yes. Like later in his career, he won't he won't bring as much value because like you can't keep up that intensity when you're older. Right. But he'll be that guy that everybody's like, man, I wish I would like to see him get a ring. And the way basketball is, it's, it's very plausible that he would end up ring chasing at the end it's of his just, career. It's hard to compare that because you're comparing a receiver in football to somebody who. Well, has I just much- mean like that's I think that's the overwhelming favorite. As far as people in the NFL, it's like if somebody deserves a ring, it's him. No, he doesn't deserve a ring. He can just go win a ring, but he can't win. So I'm not going to say he just deserves a ring because of all the things he's done. No. If you had anybody that feels like they, like or them winning a Super Bowl would be like Larry Fitzgerald winning the Super Bowl, that would be a focal point after the game. Like, oh, congratulations. You had a long, great career. Finally got the ring. How do you it's feel? Charles Barkley. It, agreed. Like that, that's the same thing, but I'm talking like active players. Like, is there anybody else that's, whether we like the way he did it or not, accomplished more that hasn't won a ring? Um, Giannis is getting there. Yeah. But and he's still young. It's still early. I mean, he's just, you know, he's still in his 20s. He's not old. He's probably 26. You think he ends his career with the Bucks? I don't. I don't think you can say that safely. It in depends the NBA if they anymore. win. 
Yeah, but I mean, even if they do, like the Bucks the, haven't tried to sabotage him. They've gave in to every command that he's asked for. He wanted he wanted a better team. They went out and got anybody that they could. I mean, they. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't say the Thunder tried to sabotage Westbrook. But at some point, like if the Bucks don't. No, but I mean, like with the LeBron situation with the first no, six know, years, they I sabotage mean, like, him. I never thought Westbrook would leave the Thunder, but. After all the shit that they tried and nothing worked, he's finally like your only option. Like, all right, fine, give me the fuck out of here. Like this, this is the common denominator. Like Oklahoma City, I can't win a ring here. The common denominator is Russell Westbrook. He couldn't win a fucking ring, and and that may be. There's no sympathy. I'm saying with with the Giannis situation. Like if if the Bucks go about everything the right way and they just don't win, he's ten years into his career. You don't think he'll go somewhere else? I think he should. I think he should too. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's safe in the NBA anymore. And the NFL is becoming this way to say that I don't think anybody will not be on that team anymore. Like, I never thought A.B. would leave the Steelers. Right, I didn't either. And Vontez Burfitt made that happen. Well, A.B. AB helped with that. But no, no, he did after Vontez Burfitt scrambled his brain. I think that's just when his antics became public because the story started coming out with A.B. about that's been him the whole time. As soon as Juju was named MVP by the team, he said, fuck all of you, I'm, here I go. Yeah, but if even, even if that had been him the whole time, like Mike Tom, and credit to Mike Tomlin, for dealing with huge credit to Mike Tomlin and Le'Veon Bell at the same time. Because I don't know how the fuck you did it. But that's the thing. If like if he if he's done that well of keeping it under wraps, because if that shit's been going on the whole time and it never got out, and then all of a sudden it gets out, it had to have amped up. Because Tomlin doesn't seem like the guy to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm tired of taking care of you. <sighs> right. Back to the NBA. Uh, he Westbrook just doesn't do anything to make the team better. He, I, I, he would make it more difficult to compete as a team. I agree. He's too ball centric. Like, he's he's still shooting thirty one percent from three. All of he the still can't shoot. That Russell Westbrook brings as a player comes from him doing it by himself. Right. So that and that doesn't work. The, he's never been huge plus or minus. That's why I plus. say when like, he gets older, if he goes to a different team, because he won't be able to play like that anymore. It's just not physically possible. Look at Derrick Rose. Yeah. Very similar. His body failed him, and he assumed the role of realizing that he wasn't going to be MVP self anymore. Yeah. And just did what he could to make the team better. Once Russell swallows that pill and chooses that pill, his value will be through the roof. Let's hope he does it before his body starts to fail him. I don't think he will. I think going back to Cowboy, I think he'll, he'll be like, this is how I play. I'm going play like to play like this till I can't anymore. I mean, it's he's going to be a Hall of Famer regardless. Yeah. He's great. I mean, there's not many highlights that can compete with Derrick Rose's MVP year. Is his friends- and Russell's is one of the only ones that can compete. I hope when he gets into the Hall of Fame and his Hall of Fame speech, the only person he thanks is Spalding, <laughs> his only friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, Westbrook's starting to grow on me, and it's it's mostly only because I don't watch the Wizards games. That's big news for everybody out there. Huge. Huge. Huge news. Because I have been anti-Westbrook from the beginning of time. Westbrook is the reason Durant left Oklahoma City. Durant should have been the focal point, not Westbrook, and they now know that. Yeah, but Durant went to the Golden State Warriors and thought he should be the focal point, too, and it's Steph's team. Don't get me started on that one. We'll be here for all fucking night if we start talking about him being a cupcake. Um, It's just, I don't know. I just don't really love the the, the selfish, all about me, look at my stats, and then wonder why you can't win in the playoffs. It, it's just, look at Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Look what the fuck Chris Paul does. Backstory there, the Thunder got Chris Paul, and I told Dakota, because he thought the team was ass, which on paper they were. They were. And they got Chris Paul, and I said, you know what? You're going to contend for the playoffs again. No way. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. And what happened? They did. Now he's with the Suns. Look how the Suns are doing. 
granted they have Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, that helps, yeah. Bridges, you know, they have they do have good players, but Chris Paul should be right up there in the MVP discussions and he gets no love because Jokic's numbers look stupid. He's bo- Jokic is boring, he's not fun to watch. Yeah. I, I saw a take from Nick Wright today of if you compare him to who the MVPs have been the past 30 years, that's the most boring MVP we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I will say, you, you touched on Bridges. I thought he was just going to be highlights, highlights. Let's not get caught up. It, no, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of Hornets Bridges. Oh, okay. This is a different Bridges. Okay, yeah. He, this a much, good. much smaller Bridges. Yeah, he's, he's very, very small. Mm-hmm. He's a shooter. You're thinking of dunk all over your face and then yes. run and take that to the bank. You know what I mean? That's yes. that's No, no, no. You're thinking of the Put Hornets it Bridges. on your mama Bridges. I love listening that's to the Hornets announcers. The Hornets announcers hype me the fuck up. It's, it's incredible, but... Um, yeah, I'll segue off the Westbrook topic. I love to see Gafford going over there making an impact. Mm-hmm. I, I like seeing them win. I like seeing Westbrook get a little more recognition just because I have been so anti-Westbrook. It's nice to get a brush, a brush. A brush <laughs> it's nice to get a breath of fresh air when it comes to the Westbrook topic because I do want to like him because he's ridiculously athletic. Yeah. But he will shoot you out of the fucking game immediately. <laughs> if he thinks he's hot. Oh, yeah. You're in trouble. He will try to brick it from 22 feet. He loves banking. He loves trying to bank it from 22 feet out from the elbow. I don't know why. He loves it. He loves trying to kiss the glass. Terrible idea, it's and he not, always does it. It's not a kiss. He throws it directly into the backboard. Yeah, he tries to break the fucking backboard. <laughs> He's aggressive. His aggressive style is what's got him to where he is, but he can't turn it off. No, there's no finesse with him. Um, while we're on topic of the NBA, let's talk about your Hornets for a quick second here. Okay. He, he, you know, anybody who knows Dakota knows that he denounced his fandom to the Thunder, and he's now a Grizzlies and Hornets fan. Yes, Jerry's still out. Not, I'm, I'm still a free agent. My top two. Is there the any way Lamelo Ball doesn't get Rookie of the Year? Nope. Nope. Next. How does Anthony Edwards not get it? Yeah, I don't know, but it's not going to happen. Like it's going to be. Now it's just Lamelo's name. Comes up and it's like, oh, you know what? Well, I mean, it is like that's why there's no doubt that he's not going to win it. But I would immediately he, guess it's because terrible. the Hornets are in a kind of a playoff contention yeah. and the Timberwolves stink. Yeah, they're yeah. But I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, and I'm not saying it's the only reason that Ball deserves it is because of his name. Like he he's pretty good. No, he's. But I was hand up. Okay, <laughs> I was wrong about Lamelo Ball. I hated LeVar so much that I let it cloud my judgment and think that it was also, what did I have to go off of? Lonzo. Lonzo sucks. Yeah. I don't care what anybody's trying to say about how hot he's been this past month. Lonzo stinks. <laughs> now, if Lonzo can reclaim what he's been this last month and make that into who he is, great, fantastic. I want Lonzo to be good just because I want to spite LeVar. Yeah. Like, I know, oh, my son's going to be, my his jersey's going to be hanging on the rafter next to Magic Johnson. Nope. You're a fucking fool. And now I just want your sons to do bad because I hate you so much. <laughs> when Patrick Beverly put Lonzo on his ass in his first game ever and then pointed into the rafters at LeVar Ball and said, that's for you, I fucking loved it. And I hate Patrick Beverly, well, but the, he's a woo pig, and I still hate it. The, the unfortunate situation for LaMelo Ball is that he said all three of his sons were going to be the best that ever was, and we saw his older two brothers stink. Well, he also said LaMelo, when he was in high school, he said LaMelo's going to be the best of them all. Right, well, I think that's just his eyeballs telling One him for that. three. Right, but <laughs> because we saw him last, I think it was safe to assume that LeVar was wrong. 
But he he was right. I mean, he is by far the best. Yeah, I was wrong. I thought Lamelo would be another Lonzo situation. I but thought he would not be as good as he is. And Lamelo's a hooper. I agree that if it's a one and one a situation, his name is going to get it for him for sure. And I think I I, I, would, I can't say that he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, because they're you know they're I believe in the eighth seed right now. Yeah, they're in the play in right now, so it's hard to argue against it. And we've seen him drop multiple twenty point games. We've seen him. He actually looks like he improves Ridiculous the team when he's on court, the court. Full court assists. Right. Anthony Edwards doesn't look like he improves the team when he plays. I don't think he can. Lamelo does. I don't think anybody can. No. And Wolves stink. Yeah, they do. Way to go, A-Rod. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking travesty. But do, do something. Yeah. my what I, what I actually want to talk about there is we also need to give a little Scary Terry some love. Okay. Because Scary Terry is averaging 24 and 4. Now... He's been a little spotty shooting-wise. You know, I'll say that. <laughs> but when Terry Rozier's on the court, there's just something about it that just makes you want to just fucking watch. Like, he, yeah, he's fun. His impact, like, he, his effort, his energy is fucking... And the fact with, like, his defense is fucking great. Mm-hmm. So, I want to say shout-out to Scary Terry for improving in a crazy way. And there for a little bit, he was dropping 40 points. At a weird point in his career, too. Yeah, very weird. We thought that was the end of him. What were you guys doing? Because they paid a lot of money. Mad Michael has proved. Michael Jordan has proved that. Like I know Michael Jordan enough to say, I'm Michael. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> um, Michael Jordan's proved that he's one of the worst GMs in the history of basketball. But he's got a nice little squad going together here. I'm I'm starting to come around here to what is the Hornets? Mm-hmm. I, I t- tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. You wanted the you wanted this mild pick. I gave you a super spicy, and boy, if it didn't look good. Yeah, right it's now. looking good. Um, talk young players and talking about my free agency being open for NBA teams. <clears throat> to the Grizzlies, real quick. John Morant yep. says he's a top five point guard. What say you? I'm top say, five point guard. I'm gonna say no, but um, top ten. I would go. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I can't include LeBron, even though I mostly plays point. But I'm like, I'm gonna. Ben True Simmons. points, that doesn't count for that's just like LeBron. Um, man, I feel like I'm really doing some uh, Kyrie, Luca, Luca does not count. <laughs> nope, I, I Kyrie's got to be in there, and I hate Kyrie, so that's four that I would definitely put ahead of Jaw. Mm, you know what? I would. I could honestly say Trey Young is just as good as John Morant. Trey, Trey Young has to be up in the top five, I think. I mean, I just gave you four that there's no way you can dispute are not the four. Right, no. But I'm saying Trey Young, I think, knocks John Morant out of the top five. I think Trey, Trey Young might have a slight edge, mostly because of, as you guys have heard in our episodes, how surprisingly good the Hawks are. Yeah. And Nate McMillan deserves some freaking credit here because – he gets kicked out of the Pacers organization. Pacers turns out still stink. Yeah, and that's, that's, you gotta hate that for him. Yeah, and, and look at the Hawks. Who the hell is their star besides Trey Young? Yeah, I mean this is his second year. Yeah, who? It's him, right? <laughs> I mean they have Clint Capella. That's nice. It's a nice piece. That's not a star. You got to give some respect there. I mean that's really freaking impressive. And Bogdanovich. Jamal. Man, Bogdanovich has been hooping. Jamal Murray. John Murray is better than Jamal Murray. 
Okay. That that might be a, a hot take, but I like watching John Morant more than I do Jamal Murray. Oh, I I, I like watching John Morant more than a lot of those people you name that I can't dispute. Right. But if we're talking about point guard ability, and also Jamal Murray. Also, you could argue that Jokic is the point guard of that team. Let's not fucking do that. And then on top of that, you could argue that Denver is still winning most of their games without Jamal Murray. That is surprising. And th- this was not me trying to bury right, Jamal Murray right, for right, saying right. that. No, 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 I get it. I'm just genuinely questioning, like, yeah. is he right? Like, Because here's the thing that I will, I will caveat off of that is, like, a lot of the stuff that we, like, these reports come out about players saying they're the best or they're the best ever, they're the best their position. Mm-hmm. Like, the part they leave out of most of those clips is that they're asked that question. Right. What do you want them to Context say? Context is everything. John Morant is the face of the Grizzlies. For sure. What the fuck do you want? To, no, I'm not that good. I'm I'm pretty good. Right. I want his confidence to be high. Yeah. Now He's you, just wrong. Right. It, but, I mean, that's like when they asked Joe Flacco if he was elite, and he said yes. Now everybody fucking, he'll never live it down. Right. What do you want him to say? No, I'm not. I'm right. slightly above average. Now John Morant a top 10? Yes. And for that's, sure. And that's definitely impressive for somebody who's... And I'm okay with arguing top five, but he's definitely... Like, you can't say he's not in the top ten. Nobody no, can. No, you can't. He He's not in the top five, but he's close. he is in the top ten. He's very close. He's he's top seven. This is without looking into it and really digging into the, the roster here. It's just off the top of my head. I would probably put him at, like, seven. Yeah. And um, you mentioned Kyrie, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Can we get this motherfucker out of the goddamn league, please? I'm so tired of it. I'm so sick of him. He's he's lost his fucking marbles, man. Or he never had his marbles. Something happened to him. Something happened to you when you were little. Like, <laughs> you got to, now you played, you, shout out to Mike Tomlin for being able to keep all this under wraps. Mm-hmm. Shout out to LeBron James for being able to keep all this under wraps. <laughs> this <laughs> How the nuts, fuck dude. did you have J.R. Smith, <laughs> Kyrie Irving on the same team with somebody who's so mentally soft, Kevin Love, mm-hmm. and it all worked? I think I, I don't know. I think you. I don't think you can give LeBron credit for controlling Jr. Smith because Jr. Smith was everybody knew what he was and just accepted it. Like they were ever just oh that's just Jr. Yeah, which I don't know how he managed to keep that by taking his jersey off and walking around shirtless, but like and making, being just cool, making fucking bonehead mistakes in important situations. No, that was like, the oh, end. That's just Jr. That was before we loved him. Before at that moment, <laughs> he became hated. <laughs> well, he did by. Cavs fans, but like if the fucking Cavs won game one right there against Golden State, the tide completely shifts. Yeah. And J.R. Smith is solely responsible for <laughs> LeBron James's poutiness in overtime. Deservedly yeah. so. But yeah, you gotta I I don't I don't know. Now I don't know what other what other topic you have on NBA here. Do you have another one for NBA? So another one I'd lo- I'd love to dig into here. So I was looking at odds today mm-hmm. for most improved player in the NBA, right? Yeah. Which I immediately, I don't know how everybody else feels, but I immediately thought to myself would be Zach Levine. It, These motherfuckers yeah. in Vegas have Zion as the most improved. I thought he was the best ever. What happened? Is this a fucking joke? This is the problem with force-feeding people to the public. Did Ben Simmons get most improved whenever he got hurt and then came back and did really well the second year? Mm. He still got rookie of the year because he didn't play enough games to qualify. Can we get that rule the fuck out? Sorry, yeah. you missed yeah. your chance. Yeah, it's a terrible rule. But you didn't see Ben Simmons get most improved player because he got, you know, rookie of the year, asterisk. But yeah, Zion? Pass. The fucking obsession with Zion is so fucking annoying, I am starting to hate him. 
I love that you're starting to hate him so that you can fully understand why I feel the way I feel towards LeBron. First off, I told you a long time ago, I understand why. Yeah, that's fair. But like this is this is it's happening again. Like I was so excited that LeBron's getting towards the end of his career. Fully appreciate everything that we've gotten to witness. Like it will be in the history books. I got to say that I watched him. That's great. But it was almost over. I was almost out of it. And here we fucking are again. It's not almost over because we still got more rings to put up. We got rings and things. And more power to him. But we're we're, but I get getting, what you're saying, we're yeah. getting to the point where I can I No can more mind blowing emojis. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, no, it's still It's here. just gonna get worse. It's Zion. The people that grew up watching Zion grew up with mind-blowing emojis. So guess what? They're going to keep coming for the next 15 fucking years. Yep. Do you? Until we're in our 40s, I'm going to have to deal with this shit, man. Look. I can't fucking handle it. <laughs> the, the dick riding for Zion is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And it, it, it does put in perspective for <sighs> what. But they didn't do this with LeBron his second year. That was not a thing. That's fair. The, Which makes it worse. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Anybody with a brain who watches NBA basketball, NBA basketball, clearly the B stands for basketball, um, who watches NBA mm-hmm. would would probably be like me and think it would be a Christian Wood or a Zach Levine. Christian Wood was somebody who was rejected by multiple teams, <laughs> had to sign 10-day contracts just to be able to play, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden is this no-trade clause, nope, we are not getting rid of this motherfucker player. Yeah, Balls the fuck out. Now, I know he was hurt a lot, mm-hmm. but... The clear-cut best player on the team. Yeah. His numbers were fucking ridiculous. And he is, I think he's the third or fourth odds-on favorite. Zion's number one. Zach Levine, averaging 27-5-5. That's not nothing. Zach Levine, 36% from three. Considering the volume he shoots at, that's pretty fucking good. And 47% field goal percentage. That's very good. And a walking fucking highlight reel. Mm -hmm. But Zion gets it. You know what's gonna? You know what? I I don't know what to do anymore. I, hold on, hold on now. I just had a light bulb moment. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Two things I wanted to touch on earlier. Quick. I don't want to get off on tangent on it, but my only hope for Zion to not ruin my life is for him to stay on the Pelicans. Because if he goes to a big market team, fuck me, it's gonna be out of control. Number two, though, like the reason why he's gonna why he has the best odds for most improved player is because you have to keep him in the spotlight. Something has to happen notable to him every year. If he doesn't become what they expect him to. To keep him relevant. But it also fuels for, for people to hate him, which is good for the league. It does. But what I'm going to get to is, let's say he wins most improved player of the year. Next year. I will sh- strike. Next year, he's eh. What are they going to do then? The only way that you can keep him relevant if he keeps playing like he is now with the expectations that he had coming in is if he goes to the dunk contest. And which he, he almost did and then decided not and to. If he, but because he hasn't had to. If he keeps being eh. He's going to have to do a dunk contest to stay because he will, he, I mean, we know he can dunk. We saw him do it when he was 12. Mm-hmm. If he does that, he's going to be a big name still, no matter what. Maybe the big names follow. I would love to see it. I, mean, I shit, would too. We all would. I mean, we all miss the days of the Dwight Howards and the Vince mm-hmm. Carters and the Blake Griffins and the, we all miss it. And like you, it's not the same and it's, it, it's been so, okay. We were blessed with the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon dunk contest. Fantastic. Blessed with that. That is what the fuck we need. That is what we're all having hopes for that it comes back to. Is because that happened, they keep trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Like those were, at that point, lesser known players. Yes. And they put on a fucking show. Yeah. So they're getting a bunch of lesser known players. They're putting them in there and it's a, it's average. There's been, don't get me wrong. There've been some good dunks sporadically, 
but we haven't had a solid contest like that. And I don't no. like I don't like the new construction of the dunk contest. It went way too fast. Yeah, I agree. Like they are they trying to avoid? Actually, it's isn't it weird how the the skill center get uh, skill center the skills challenge gets big names. Mm-hmm. The three point contest gets the big names. Yes, but the dunk contest doesn't. Yeah, well, I, I don't understand. I never understood it because, like with baseball. For a long time, you haven't got the big names in the home run derby because they're worried about it messing up their swing. Like they have their swing that they use in games, and they're concerned that if they have swinging for the fences that many times, they'll get in their head and mess up their swing. Like, yeah. I don't buy it, but I can understand how you got there. What the fuck is the dunk contest going to do to you? You risk injury from just doing nothing but dunks for several minutes in a row. I don't if know. You dunk one, they dunk in the layup line. I know. I don't, I don't understand. I, I tr- I'm trying to put myself in that perspective. I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, you can't you can't make it make sense to me. I, I couldn't. I understand if someone's in the three point contest, not doing the dunk contest. Got it. Also, if you want to put these lesser known people in there, fine. Throw Vince Carter in there at age forty fucking nine. Let him do a couple. That'd be tight. Yeah, but then he's gonna win off sympathy. He might win off of being the best fucking dunker. <laughs> I don't know. The last last thing I'd like to talk about with the NBA are the Trailblazers done. They're gonna blow it up. Are we about to see some crazy shit this offseason? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. They have so many big names that it's going to be spectacular to see. And Lillard's gone. That's what I'm wondering. It, it's going to happen. I've already seen that the coach is on the hot seat and probably going to be fired this offseason. He's going to go to. Oh, here we go. I wasn't even expecting this. Here we go. What are we thinking? Denver. No, they can't afford it. They've already maxed several players. It's the NBA. They'll figure it out. And if they want to do that, they'd have to get rid of somebody like Michael Porter and Jamal Murray. And Michael Porter has been fucking hooping. Yeah. It could be done, and it would be awesome to see. Don't get me wrong. We could go back to it in a later episode, because I want to put some real thought into this off the top of my head, though. But it's very exciting to think of those kinds of CJ McCollum's, Damian Lillard's. Utah? (sighs) Him and Donovan Mitchell? Gobert and Mitchell have really big, really, really big salaries. Yeah, but they had that. Okay, we're just talking theories without having to worry about salary cap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In well, a then, vacuum. Okay. Um, in that case, I would like that. I would. Lo- I would love those picks, and that would work great with Jokic having. You know, he's an outside guy who can clear up the lane. So Lillard's a great driver, and he also can shoot. So I would love that. Um, I would also love Lillard on. Oh, oh baby, what we got? The Hawks. They got Trey Young. I know, but put both of them in there. Mm-mm. Just make it work. They don't have anybody else. Give them a fucking, give them another star. I'd like to see Lillard with the Mavericks. Have, I was going to say that, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. I don't want Luka to have success, so I'm not I'm not for that. I'm starting to hate him, too. Yeah, he's becoming very hateable. Starting to hate pretty, him. Pretty fucking annoying. He- <laughs> and I don't know, and what's fucked up is, for his sake, I don't know that it's necessarily... It's partly him. <laughs> it's me- mostly him. The media is not helping. Like he was this all shucks, lovable guy. So when he got pumped up for the media, it wasn't that big a deal. And now that he starts talking and saying dumb shit more, it's like, God damn, dude, give me the fuck, give me somebody else. Show <laughs> me, show me John Rant dunk from the fucking three point line. Just show me a windmill. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I, I, I want to dabble in a little bit of any of you Lakers fans out there. I don't know what the fuck we do, y'all. I, 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 I don't know what the fuck we do. I thought getting Drummond would be the answer. 
it turns out it's making things worse. <laughs> he only stands at the rim, and what what does LeBron and those kind of guys do best? Drive, Drive. to the fucking rim, and he's just down there clogging it the fuck up. I don't. He's like, you know what? I've done enough. I think I just have a front row seat to these fucking posters. Yeah. And the other the other day, I watched him, and I mean, he had four immediate buckets as soon as the game started. Drummond did, and I'm like, damn, there we go. And then turnover, and then turnover, <laughs> and then turnover, and then he missed a layup, and then he missed a dunk, and then he missed an oop. I'm like. <laughs> How I saw, do you miss a dunk and an oop when you're that goddamn big? <laughs> I, I saw an update where it's like, looks like Lakers fans are starting to turn on Drummond. Uh, yeah, because what Jeannie Buss wanted to introduce him such in a, such a stupid fashion yeah. and do this whole, oh, look, here's my father introducing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> now look, here's me introducing Andre Drummond. That's not even close to the same. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> <laughs> you're setting him up for a failure here. Has Shaq come out with any thoughts on Andre Drummond? He oh. came out with... Thoughts on Jeannie saying who her top five all-time Lakers were, and yeah. Shaq wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That's, uh, that doesn't make you look smart. No, it's not great. It's not. Was Andre um, Drummond in her top five? No. No, no, he wasn't. No. <laughs> no, but LeBron was. And I think that's fair. Kobe fans don't love it. Sorry, I say Kobe fans just because it's the immediate Laker I think of. Lakers fans don't love it. I mean, I, I get, I get where the... Where the pause comes from when you say LeBron's all all time Laker, but but like, you don't hear it when you think all time NBA player. No, and that's what that I'm, that's what I'm getting at is like it, it, he's an all time NBA player. So if he plays for your team, he is now an all time player for that franchise, especially after winning a ring. Like how how many how many teams is Carmelo Anthony one of the best players they've ever had on? Like, one for what? But I'm not saying the like, at the time, but like for if you think Carmelo Anthony. As a, if you take his career as a whole, like how many players on each of the teams he's played for have a better career as a whole than him? I mean, you immediately think Nuggets and Knicks, of course, clearly, no shit. But I mean, even, even Portland. Oh, Lillard. Yeah, but that, and that's what Clyde I'm saying. Clyde Drexler. Like, that, that's, he's that's not what even I'm better than Cry, Clyde Drexler. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is like I understand where you're coming from, Lakers fans, not wanting LeBron in your all time, but you don't have a choice. That's just because Lakers fans hold that that purple and gold so fucking you know they hold it so damn close that it's like this guy's only been here for two years, three years. There's no way. I'm gonna but, tell you. But it, but I'm gonna tell you a secret. When Aaron Rodgers comes to the Steelers, he's an all-time Steeler. Oh Jesus! Okay? All-time best Lakers fans. Lakers fans, I don't know what we do. <laughs> I think it'll be fine once LeBron stops being a little crybaby. Um, I, I don't. I don't. It's looking bad for LeBron. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I thought. He wouldn't need this much time to rehab. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I'm worried. I'm officially fucking pressing the panic button. Our pet's heads are falling off. <laughs> I. It's bad. It's bad over here. It's it's bad all around. <laughs> we are in a slump. We are falling. And you can't get up. And life alert's not going to be there for <laughs> us. But oh, I think we'll be fine. I, once we get to the playoffs, we'll be fine. I think LeBron has taken the the biggest thing here is Anthony Davis is playing like absolute dog shit. <laughs> Anthony Davis is shooting seventeen percent from three. <laughs> Anthony Davis has the worst pl- plus or minus on the whole Lakers team. Almost able to double it. He's that bad. I, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's cause for panic. Okay, <laughs> you're you're hitting the panic button. I'm hitting it. At first, I'm sitting here thinking, ah, whatever. He's just rusty. Your head but some bitch ain't button. got unrusty yet. <laughs> Get this man some WD-40 stat. Get this man some of Mike's magic stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> Michael's secret stuff. Yeah, we need the secret Bring stuff it here. In. I'm Bugs. A, I don't know. I, it's so bad. But 
we did beat uh, Denver just the other day, like last game, two games ago, with no Bron. We did it. So we we showed them we can, which is great to see. But will you? That's what is yet to be seen. I think once the playoffs will, are here, we're back. Win. Playoffs are here, we're back. It's just like LeBron said when he was with the Cavs. Doesn't matter what fucking seed we are. If we get to the playoffs, y'all already know what's going to happen. Zero dark 30. They went into the playoffs as a six seed. Sorry, wrong. Four seed. And it caused motherfucking mayhem. Yeah. So let's just let's just pause. Let's just wait. Let's hold out here. For my sake, I hope it happens. I hope it just keeps being a catastrophe. No. What you want to see is what everybody wants to see. What? And that is Lakers Nets in the finals. <clears throat> if you don't want to see that, you're a, you're a stooge. Well, I'm okay with seeing it, but then I have to root for the Nets, and I don't want to do that. Have to root for them? You'd rather root for Kyrie and KD and James Harden than LeBron? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to remove the hate from your heart and the blasphemy from your blood. I won't do it. <laughs> I will die on this hill, and you know that. I do. You got to respect it at this point. So <laughs> I think it's a nice, it's a nice segue there to go ahead and wrap this baby up. Um, so we've dove into NFL here. We've dove in some NBA, some MLB, some Woo Pig. We've we've dove into several topics. I feel good about it. Feel good. Felt great. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. You're out there listening. You want to come on? Just you know. Hit us on Twitter. Give figure it out. Give us a shout out. Get your people to get with our people. Our people's <laughs> us, by the way. Our people is us. <laughs> we will talk to y'all next week. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye.